Okay, Boker Tov. <clears throat> Today's daf is daf Yudalit and Tanis, as we learned for a four Shlemer for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. <clears throat> Today's also called Black Friday, or as they say in, here in Israel, Black Friday. All right, so down, we're almost down, almost halfway down the page, about uh, 15 lines down at the two dots. So <clears throat> we said that um, there are three groups of fasts when there's no rain. Uh, the first group is a, is a uh, more lenient group, uh, which is, um, starts on uh, Kislev, uh, the beginning of Kislev, or rather, uh, I should say, not, not uh, the beginning of Kislev. Kislev is already when it's bad, right? The Mishnah said that if they were ads, if they, there were actually two Mishnahis that we're dealing with here. The first Mishnah that talked about the more minor, uh, the more minor fast, that on uh, Yitzayin Bar-Cheshven, if there was no rain then, then the, uh, uh, the, only the rabbis fasted. And then Rosh Chodesh Kislev, the first, uh, with, and, and no rain had happened by then, then there's a, then there's a Tanis on the Tzibah, the three Tanis on the Tzibah, Monday, Thursday, Monday. And those are more minor in the sense that even though they're on the Tzibah, they're not called Tanis Tzibah, meaning it's not a 24-hour fast. That's the first group on Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Then, if they weren't answered, the next Mishnah went on to say, and if they weren't answered then, uh, then there were three more. Those are the middle group, and these are already 24-hour fasts. And then if that still didn't work, then there were seven more that were uh, declared, and those are even more severe. And the Mishnah said, why are they more severe? Because here they also closed the stores, and they uh, blew the shofar, etc. So there's three groups of fasts. The first group of three, that's the early ones, Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Then there's the middle group of three, which are already 24-hour fast. And then there's the last group of seven. Total of 13, three, three, and seven. So now the Gemara says like this. Tani Chada, about 15 lines down on the page. Tani Chada, Ubros Menikos, Mesadas, Barishonas. One Brisa learned that pregnant women and nursing women fast on the first one, and then on them, they don't fast on the last one. Okay, what do we mean by first and last? We said there's three groups. Which ones do we mean? So he says the last, they fast on the first ones, but not on the last ones. Another Brisa, Tanita, another Brisa said, apparently the opposite. They fast on the last one, not on the earlier one. Okay, that seems to be a steer. But Tanita, yet a third Brisa says, they don't fast on, on the early ones or later ones. So all these three seem to contradict one another. I'll tell you what, take in your hand the middle one, the Metarts and Kulu. These are all, this, if you explain, that we're talking about the middle one, when we talk about the achronos or the rishonos, everything is answered. How so? If you look at the first price, so the first price says rishonos. The truth is, when do the when do the pregnant and uh, and nursing women fast? Only the middle group. The middle group. The first group is very minor, right? It just started. It just started. We're not going to require them on the first one because uh, that's only for, uh, as we said, for uh, not just for rabbis, it's for everybody. But it's the first one. They're not even doing a 24-hour fast. The first one's more lenient. The last one of seven is very stringent. Seven fasts and, uh, and closing the stores and all that. So we don't make them fast on the first one or the last one. They only have to fast on the middle group, the middle group of three fasts. That's what you mean over here. So therefore, you can explain all three prices this way. When the, price, the first price is said that they fast on the first one and not on the last one, we mean they fast the, the middle one, the middle one's the first one there. They fast on the middle one, which is called the first one there compared to the last one. The last one's too stringent. 
Tanyidach, the middle b'risa, which says that they fast on the last one and not on the first one. Again, there, the middle one, the last one refers to the middle one. We're always saying that the middle one is what you refer to. In the first case, the middle one is called the last one. In the middle case, the Tanyidach, the middle b'risa, which says they fast on the last one, not on the first one, mean they fast on the middle one, not on the first one. And the last price, which is they don't fast on the first or the last, means the very first group and the third, the first group and the third group. But we should call it the second group for, for clarification. In other words, they only fast on the second group. So when we say in the first price, uh, we say they fast on the first one and not on the last one. We mean they fast on number two, not on number three. When we say in the middle price uh, that they fast on the last one, not on the early one, we mean number two and not number one. And we say they don't fast on the first one or the last one, we mean they don't fast number one or number three. They only fast number two, and that resolves them all. Miley says, oh, so we, Yeah, yeah, the Bryce is the, but we want to resolve, we prefer, we prefer to say, you don't want to say it's a machlokus, because they're, they're all, they're, they're authorless, they're all anonymous, and this way you could explain them all. Because again, first, last, second, it depends what you're comparing it to. Miley says, so how are these, he says, how are the last ones, the last group of seven more stringent than the first ones. El Shabbat must read the no So we said in the last ones, they blow the shofar, the no and they and they lock up the stores. Now, what do we mean by that? Locking up the stores, we'll talk about that. But first, we're going to talk about that they must read. means they call out, like trua. Trua is a shofar blow, right? They could also be called out, you call out by yelling out, by praying. What do we mean by Masriyim? So, my my Masriyan, how do they call out Matriyan? Rabbi Yudah with shofars. With shofars, they like you blow the shofar. Rabbi Yudah braid Rav Shmuel, Bar Silas, Mishmei, the Rav Omer, Ba'aneinu. With a tefillah, with tefillah venom. Why? Because trua means to call out, to call it. Don't confuse this with the, in other words, a hatra over here is a kind of a blowing or announcing or calling out. Don't confuse it with hatra like hatra with an olive, that's a warning. Here we're talking about calling out. Or don't confuse it also with uh, reverse the letters hard to ah, which is to deter. Here we're talking about hatra ah, to to uh, call out. So what's going on? We have machlokas. Was it with a shofar? Was it with an anu? Kasaka, that we're assuming now. Mandomer banenu. The one who says that you call it with the, with the tefillah of anenu. Loam b'shofar. He says no. You don't use shofars on the se- on those seven. Mandomer b'shofar. The one who says b'shofar. Loam banenu. In other words, they're exclusive of each other. One says matrian means. Calling out, davening with anenu. One says with the shofar. Iva tanya. We learned that a brisa ain't tochsin misheva tanya misheva There's not less than seven. The last group always has seven. Shevahen and the girsa in the gra is chof aleph hatraot. That there's twenty one. Why? Because you have a, a, a true is always preceded by etkia and a, and followed by etkias. We learned so there's a total. So if there's seven, if there's seven fasts of, on which there's twenty one. Uh, blasts of the shofar, it really means that, why is that? Because each one has a trua, and each one has a, has a tkiah, trua, tkiah. So there's 21. So, he says, what do you see over here? That the seven fasts have 21 shofar blasts, right? How do we know that? Because he says, maybe it also means, you say anenu 21 times, the similar to Yericho, the similar to Yericho. What was in Yericho? The shofar. But Yericho, shofar, shofar. If you say that the one who says, that you call out matrim means only with the tefillah of anenu. So uh, the Brisa says that there's 21 shofar blasts. So what's going on? Everybody says hatra'a means, uh, means, can mean shofar. Everybody says it, that, that when you say hatra'a, that's, that's called shofar. 
The question is, is, is Anenu also called Hatra? Hatra means calling out. You can call it out with a chauffeur blast, or you can call out with your mouth. So that's the question. Uh, everybody agrees that Hatra, that chauffeur is Hatra. That a chauffeur is Hatra, as we saw in that bracelet. One says that Anenu is also called Hatra. Only first the chauffeur not to calling out by your mouth. So the so more is assuming now Lamanda Banenu Koshkim Bashofras. If it were Sanenu Koshkim Shofras, as we saw in the Brysa, Hatra is like Trua. Ulamanda Bashofras, Ava Banenu Lo, the one who says only Shofras though, that Ulamanda Bashofras, the one who says Bashofras, Vita says no, and not Anenu. Anenu is calling out. Hatra is a lushan of Shofar, not of calling out with your mouth. Iva Tanya, we learned that a Brysa, Shalkomanikuranus. Let's say it's not a, a, a drought where there's no rain, but other kinds of calamities, punishments, that happened to the tzibar, Misrach shows, that happened in the tzibar, kagom, chichuch, scabs, chegev, this is like a, a, you know, pestilence, like you have a, a plague of, of grasshoppers, uh, locusts, zvuv is uh, flies, surahs, hornets, itoshin, mosquitoes, shiluch, nechashim, snakes, akrovim, uh, scorpions, loy matrian, when those kind of calamities happened, they did not call out elatsoakin, but they cried out, now, what is it? The Girsa, the Bach puts in a few extra words. Elitzalkin, hatzalk of a pet. So, tzalkin means crying out, that means with your palate. So, mitzalk of a pet, hatra abashofers, because it says they didn't do the matrian, but they did tzalka. Tzalka is with your mouth. So, that means matrian is clearly the shofar. So, if that's the case, so what do you see? Almitzakas pet, lokari atra. And as he says over here, that it's not. You, you say, look, the one, one sheet is that matrian means only the shofar. Right? And the other sheet is, no, it means calling out, and it means shofar can mean both. But how can you say it means, it means both when over here he says, They didn't use the, they weren't, they didn't use the hatra'ah or the matri'in, they only cried out with their mouth. So clearly, hatra'ah does not mean calling out with the mouth. It means, means blowing, blowing with the shofar. So how can you say it means both? The answer is tenoi, it's machlokis tenoam. That Bryce and Hanami says that matri means only the shofar and not the mouth. And we have another Bryce, the Tanya, aleilu matri and the Shabbos. And the following things we call out on Shabbos. Al-ir shikifua gaius. Let's say uh, a, a city was attacked and is under siege. And the people want to cry out to neighbors, come and help us. We can't manage over here. Oh, Nahar, or a river overflow. There was a flood. Al-sfina matarefes bayam, or a... a, a a boat that's foundering in the in the ocean that's about to sink. So in those kind of things that are happening, they call out. Now, how do they call out? Rabbi Yossi Omer Ezra. They call out help. You know, uh, uh, call what they call the first responders. You know, uh, call nine one one. Call uh, whatever it is. Call out Sola. Rabbi Yossi Omer Lazara. Avalolitzaka. Right. Avalolitzaka. So what does that mean? But not for you know for Ezra, but not not to daven because he felt on Shabbos we're not davening for those things. Now Bamai, when he says over here. That he says on these things. Yeah, yeah, okay, maybe that too. So he says on Shabbos you don't do that. You want to get people to help you. It's Tupshat and Rashi. We'll see. Avalolitzaka. So it says over there on these things, these kind of tragedies, calamities, whatever uh, uh, emergencies. So they matri and b'shabbos, matri and b'shabbos. Rabbi says no, only for Ezra, but not for tzaka, not for crying out. But it says matriin. Now, how are you matriyin b'mai? How do you call out? Even a shofar, shofar, b'shavas, b'shar, you know, I'll take a shofar for that. Unless it's, you know, pikuach nefesh, everything is mutter. But you're talking about, it's not, apparently it's not immediate pikuach nefesh, it's just like, uh, you know, we need help over here. 
Elam Mishofer Shofas Mishavas Mishari El Labanenu. We're talking about Nenu Bakari Lehatra Shmamino. So you see, this Brisa holds that Alelu Matri and Bishabas, and it means calling out. How do you call out? You call out with your mouth simply because you want first aid to come. You're calling Hatzala, you're calling the fire department, or whoever you're calling. Or, that, so that, that, that's what we mean by calling out. Or it can mean davening. Let's just say this. Rabbi Yossi says, no, it means only for 911 or for Hatzala, but not for, not, for, uh, not for davening. Fine. But the point is that whatever you're calling out, you're calling out on Shabbos, and he calls that Matrian. It's certainly not a chauffeur. So you see this sheet that held that Matrian can also mean calling out with your mouth. So we have machlokas over here. One says it can mean calling out with your mouth, as well as chauffeur. It certainly can mean chauffeur. And the other one says, no, it only means chauffeur. It doesn't mean with your mouth. Rashi, in the last couple lines, explains like this. It says, Ezra. look at the last few lines. That's Ezra, right? For first aid. Shabbos is not maybe the time to call for help in the river and stuff like that. Yossi says no, that you should be mispalled. He says that you're talking about Trini Nashma as Bakol Rami, you cry out like a public, uh, a public tefillah. And Yossi says no, they shouldn't do a public tefillah, just means do a private tefillah. It's another shot that he says. But either way, you see that Matrian over here means calling out with your mouth, not with that. So we have Machlokas, what can I draw me? All right, that, words, yeah. Say, yeah. say to him, don't call the fire department. <laughs> right, right. No, he says both. He says both. Right. He says he's, according to, according, right, maybe, maybe he means that too, but what, what's Rebiosi saying? You're asking Rebiosi, right. right? Yeah, maybe he says, Lazarus, it's another problem. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Don't, I don't yeah. understand. Shabbat uh, right? In a case like this, yeah, if if it's if it's pikuach nefesh, everything is mutter, of course. No, he just means he means yeah. He he doesn't mean. So it could mean shofros. Why would that? I mean, yeah. Because I think no, because I think it's like a spina muterefes bayam. Talking about a loss, a physical loss of you know of merchandise. No, no, no. I don't think we're talking about. If it's pikuach nefesh, it wouldn't mean anything. Talk about. I don't think it's immediate pikuach nefesh. If it would be pikuach nefesh, you could do anything. Then why talk about a chauffeur? You could, uh, you know, could drive away. You could get horses. I mean, you could do whatever you want. You know, if, if it was uh, it was pikuach nefesh. We're not talking about pikuach nefesh. Yeah, so I mean, it's, but, but, no, it's we're not, clearly, clearly, we're not talking about a case of pikuach nefesh. Yeah. That's what he says. It's not pikuach nefesh. So what do you do? Either you call for first help, first aid, or whatever. And even for you know, if it's not pikuach nefesh, even a suffix pikuach nefesh apparently wasn't. Even a suffix pikuach nefesh can be chal shabbos. So it's not a question of that. It's obvious talking about just when you're talking about there's a, uh, you know, there's a, you know, people coming to steal their property or whatever. There, so there's there's going to be damage. To prevent them that wouldn't be uh, whatever, they could help. They, they call, call, the, call the police, you know, call the police and, and, and help defend the city or help uh, people come and, and remove the water, whatever they could do. Uh, it, 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 there's no people with Nefesh here. Otherwise, what we, we talk about, Shabbos, you're talking about Alayla Masri and Shabbos. If you look at it, then. Either one is effective. Can you be mechalosh? Can you blow chauffeur when calling out is just as effective? Even even sakanas nefashas. If it's if, words, if it's where, where the, both when they're sakanas you don't take any chances. There's no, no but chance both are effective. Yeah, if they're both effective, so obviously if you could do it without being mechal right. or anything. First of all, blowing the chauffeur is not chil shabbos. It's only right. muktzas any anyway. So it's not. But it, but even so, the sounds so strange. Yeah, yeah, because we're not talking about pikuch nefesh, so. 
B'shnei de Rav Yudanesiyah, in the years of Rav Yudanesiyah, Rav Yudanesiyah was usually the name attributed to Rabbi Rav Yudanesiyah's grandson, so called Rav Yudanesiyah. Havitzar, there was some calamity. So there was some uh, calamity that was going on. Gazer, plus Raytanis, and below Ani. They, they made the 13 fast, like we've discussed, the first group of three, the second group of three, and the last group of seven, and they weren't answered. There was still a problem. Several of them makes it fay. They wanted to say, fine, let's keep on fasting. You don't trouble the tzibur more than necessary. Thirteen fasts is enough. Don't do any more. He did it for his own. He, he, for his own convenience, so to speak. He didn't want to fast anymore, so he said that halacha. Why? Uh, that, that's what he accused him of. That's only for rain. And we'll see why. But for other calamities that befall the Jewish people, we can keep on fasting until they get answered. Where well, there's no limit of 13. So that, this is apparently the machlokas that we had. When we said there's three, when they said three and seven, meaning the last, the middle three and the last seven, it's only for rain. But for other calamities, you keep on, keep on fasting until they get answered. There's no reason to stop. So Mamela, when Rav Abba complained and he said, you know, I have a sheet to hear of Rav Yochanan who says that for other calamities you keep on fasting, Mamela says a machlokas. But here he says, I got a brysa. The brysa says that's only for rain, 13. You're limited to 13. But for anything else, if the calamity is continues, keep on fasting. So Ravami will say, no, tanoihi. Don't accuse me of personal, uh, you know, of personal feelings over here. I don't feel like fasting anymore, so I'm passing that way. Right? Because you don't, uh, you don't, you don't, um, you, you don't bother the people. You don't trouble the people more than necessary. Diva Rebbe. So Rebbe says, in all cases, thirteen is the maximum. We're not going to do anything. Shemuel says, Lomanashemu. It's not because there's a reason that like, there's some magic to the number thirteen, three, three, and seven. That's not the reason. The reason is, is because it's too late. In other words, when it comes to the rain. You want it to rain in the rainy season. Cheshvan and Kislev. <coughs> we started fasting at the beginning of Kislev. Some of these were on Kislev, right? It started with the first of Kislev. So now it's already too late. There's no reason to keep praying. Well, now, as we said, it's going to go into Nisan. It's, after Nisan, it's already a, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a curse. You don't want the rain anymore. The reason why you say you limit it to 13 is only when it's because of rain, because there's no more rain. But if it's another kind of a calamity, you have a COVID or you have a pestilence or whatever you have, if there's a problem, you keep on praying. So that's what the so we come out there's a machlokas here whether you go on or not. It doesn't say over here what this what this calamity was, right? It just says that there was a gaze of thirteen and they weren't answered. So there was a shiloh what to do. Ravami said, look at Rebbe Shita. I got Rebbe. Rebbe says thirteen is that. No matter what the calamity is, whether it's rain or something else, thirteen is your maximum. And Rav Shimon, the other ones who went like Rav Shimon who says no, that's only rain because there's no point in rain after thirteen. If you fasted thirteen times over a period of many weeks, and we're talking about Mondays and Thursdays, so certainly it's a time has passed, there's nothing to do anymore. Now Ninveh was a single city, and the people of Ninveh sent to, Ninveh, to, send to Rebbe the following question, going, we need rain even in the summer, Thomas is in the summer, 
what should we do? Are we compared to individuals? Because we're not like a whole country. You can say a whole country. What are, what's the rules? The rules are that in Eretz Yisrael, we want the rain now in Cheshvan. So Zion Cheshvan, we start asking for Tain Dal Matar. We said in Chutzlaretz, based on Babel, which was very a, a, rain, a, a wet environment, an irrigated land. It's enough to start December 4th, December 5th, 60 days after the autumnal equinox. Right. But he says, what about Ninveh, where we need rain in the summer? So what should we do? Are we like individuals? Or are we like a tzibur? Are we like individuals or a field? You just add your field. You can add any tefillah to shemayat field. I think in the Sadurim today, it's probably lucky they print out that if somebody is sick, even in Rafa'inu, there's a certain tefillah that you can add on. But the Rashi says over here that the Gemara comes out in, in Brachas and Avodazar that individual tefillah should always be added on to shemayat field. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, Rafur Shlema is a, is a uh, special case. But he seems to indicate that even for cholim, etc., you should do it in Shemayat Tefillah. So that's what he says, though. Well, we need rain in this individual city. We're just this little locality where it's very dry. We need rain in the summer. So should we say it in Shemayat Tefillah? Or Karabna, or like Rabbim, or Brich Hashem, or we should say Besain Talmatar in like, 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 uh, we do, like everybody else does in the wintertime. Shalach Lahu, so Rebbe answered him, right? The, the, Rebbe answered him, Kiachidim Tabisa. No, you're like individuals of Shemayat Tefillah. Okay, Meisve, Rav Yudah said like this, Rav Yudah, Emesai, Bisman Shashan Kiv, when do we say St. Talmatar in Birchas Hashanim like we normally do? When the years are in order. In other words, the, the rain happens in the, in the early part of the winter, and the harvest is in Nisan, etc. V'Yisrael v'Shuleh HaMasa, and B'nai Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael, Avos B'zman HaZeh, it goes according to the years, according to the place. Everything goes according to the individual locality in which you live. When do you need the rain? So over here also, if you need the rain in Inveh uh, in the summer, you should say it also. You're asking Kasha on Rebbe from Abraisa. Rebbe was like the last of the... Uh, Rav was also called the Tana. Rav was after Rebbe, but uh, Rav was certainly among the later Tanam. That's why he was the editor of the Mishnah. So he says he can argue also. He, he argues and he says no, that that's considered an individual. My Havila, what's the halacha? Rav Nachman Hashanah. Of course, some first the Machlok is about that. Rav Nachman says even in an individual city, you should say it, even though they're individuals, but they are a group, and you should put it in Birkas Hashanah. Rav Sheish Sam B'Shemayat Fila, Birkas B'Shemayat Fila. is. In Shemayat it could be if it's a whole country has a certain way, fine. Then you could say it in in Berachas Hashanah. In Lamaisa, the whole rest of the world outside of Eretz Yisrael goes with the uh, sixty days after the Tumlekas. So we said like this back in the Mishnah on uh, the Mishnah we had back on what was it on on Yud um, Beisam and Beis. So we talked about again the differences of the last seven of the thirteen fasts. So we said that uh, what, what's the difference between these seven and the other and the middle three? Let's say the difference is is that uh, they blow the shofar, right? They blow the shofar, or they call out with a nenu. You know, we say nenu in the middle ones also. So presumably it means blowing the shofar, as the, as the other brises said that we had today. and they close the stores. They close the stores like to show you know you shouldn't be buying stuff and uh, it's time to fast. Don't think about food. What do they do with, the, with, with those where they close the stores? They can't close the stores totally. People need to eat. So B'Sheni, the Mishnah said, Matin Im They open them partially as it gets dark in the evening time on Mondays. On Thursdays, it's mutter the whole day because people need to buy food for Shabbos. As we said, 
That's why they don't start a fast on Thursday because they start a fast on Thursday and the shopkeepers see that everybody's coming in looking for a lot of food because they need meal. They need a meal for Thursday night to break their fast and for Shabbos. Everybody's going to buy and there'll be a run on the food and they'll start raising the prices. So we start on Monday. You start on Monday, by Thursday they already, because the people are fasting, they'll know it's not a run on the food. Okay, so it says over there that the Misha said that on Mondays they partially open as it gets dark, and on Thursdays the whole day because of Shabbos. What do we mean by that? Iboilu, here's the question. Hechiktani, the base mat im do we say that on Monday they partially open as it gets dark, over hey, Koliom, and on Thursday, the whole day they're partially open because of Kavar Shabbos, but they're only partially open. As you don't want it to, you don't want to make a big public scene. You leave the door partially open, partially closed. So what do we mean by that? On Monday, it's only partially open towards the evening, and on Thursday, it's partially open all day. Odilma b'sheni matin means this: on the, on Mondays, it's partially open. Ubechamishi posten kolayom kula. You could leave the door totally open. What do we mean by the Mishnah? So Tashma, we'll see what a Bryce. A Bryce explains more than the Mishnah. Tashma Natanya b'sheni matin ada erev. Interesting. Here he says ada erev, not im chashecha. It's mashma on Monday. It's partially open until the evening. Mashma not the evening. It's strange. Lashon ada erev. Ubechamishi posten kolayom kulo. And on Thursday, it's open all day. So on Monday, it's partially open all day. Apparently, Matan Ada Arab, Ubachamishi, Posen Kolem Kul, it's on the cover Shabbos, the whole store is open. Let's say your store, the, the Makolet, whatever, the supermarket had two doors. So one, you leave one open, one closed. At least it's open, people can come in, but it won't be too open. If there was a, a chair or a bench or some sort of a portico outside the door of the store, can I get Pisco opposite the doorway? Then you could leave it open all the way. Because it's still, the, the door is partially blocked by the uh, by the bench or the chair or whatever, so it won't be so open. Now, so you don't want it open uh, all the way, obviously. Rashi learns over here that this last bit about um, if, if you, you could posech kedarko, right, that if you have a chair there, you could open it the normal way, he's afilu b'sheni, even on Mondays. Even on Mondays when the whole store was only supposed to be partially open, but if there's something opposite the door, then you could leave the door totally open. Others learned that no, that it means on, on, on Thursdays when the door can be totally open. And we said that if you got two doors, you leave one open and one closed, but if you have uh, if you have a uh, some sort of a, a chair or bench opposite the doorway, then you can leave them both open. That's what he means to say over here. Okay. Well, what are we trying to accomplish here? We're trying to accomplish that people should be that that people should not uh, see. Rashi loses the lushan if they go if they walk by all day the store right. and they see all the stores of food, they'll feel uh, troubled because they they're fasting. In other words, uh, they're fasting, so they'll feel trouble. Like you know, we, we can't take all this plenty. It's like don't don't show if you're fasting. You ever been on like he's just saying that he's on a plane. He has to fly on a on a fast. You know, you're dying. You're seeing everybody eating, and you're hungry. So that's the idea over here. Also, that looking at the food will be mitzar them. Rashi says it over here. Shelo yiru bnei adam that they shouldn't see it. Be it staru. In other if they see the food, they'll be mitzar. So that's the idea of keeping it partially open. We never tell people to close on Tisha B'Av. Um, today. Today. Yeah. We never tell people everything's yeah. open. Yeah, well, it's well yeah, it's a good idea to be closed. We don't you know? want to walk so, past angels. Yeah, like yeah that's yeah. the idea. I guess the people will be missing. Well, okay. this applied to Tisha B'Av as well or just the times of... Uh, Presumably Tisha B'Av also. Presumably Tisha B'Av also. 
What? But uh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Presumably, don't have these yeah. So that's why I'm asking. Yeah, here he says, you know, here he says, "Shall your banana be staru?" Maybe they were closed on Tisha B'av too. I personally learned that it's a good idea to be closed on Tisha B'av. You know, here in Israel, it has to work, but you know, people need it, necessary. Here in Israel, there are nine. Uh, you know, in, in America, they just had Thanksgiving, so uh, people don't realize it. But by law, there is no law that you have to. There's no holidays by law, meaning that people have to get paid in America on any holiday, even Christmas, even July 4th. There's no law, but there, there's common, you know, there's common uh, uh, rules that people usually follow. Of course, if you have a union contract, that's uh, that says it in the contract. But by you know by common by common practice, so people usually do that. But there's no law. If if if, uh, if you don't come to work on Thanksgiving, there's no law that says you have to pay for Thanksgiving. Here in Israel, there's nine holidays. Which are all the Yomim Tovim, all the Yomim Tovim, which are eight plus Yom Atzmaut. Those are the nine holidays. It doesn't include Tisha B'av, and it doesn't include Erev Yom Kippur. But I found from practice that if you work on those days, you won't see a Simon Bracha, right? And Tisha B'av, I think Shulchan Aruch also says you don't see a Simon Bracha from that work, and it runs into problems. I remember one Erev Yom Kippur I was working, and I almost cut my finger off. I had to go to the emergency room and a bunch of stitches. You know, I said never again. I'm not working anymore. So that happened, you know, so uh, whatever, but uh, it probably on Tisha B'Av also, they had the same, probably the same thing, if that's the reason, if that's the reason. I assume that's the reason that the people, when Rashi says over here that people will see it and they'll be mitzar, that's probably what it is. Shalom Yiru, um, he says, right, as a person, Shalom Yiru B'nai Adam Yitzaru. And if they see the food, you know, they'll be, they'll be mitzar because they're fasting. That's what I assume at Pashib Shah. Okay. Um, if, if all these fasts, if all 13 are fasts, what do you do? You fasted 13 times and there's still no answer. What do you do? At that point, you, have, you do, the mission said, you do less uh, commerce, and you don't construct things, and planting. What are we talking about? I mean, if you need to live and you, you know, you're, you know, your house is falling apart, obviously you can do that, but we mean you shouldn't build a house of joy. We'll see what that means. Natiya is also Natiya Shosimcha. Ezo Binyan Shosimcha, what is that? In those days, they used to build a room where they would have the wedding and the Chasun Kala would live there for a few days. So you, you didn't do that. It's a manage without that. Ezo Natiya Shosimcha, Zeha Noteya Avarniki Shomlochem, building a royal garden. Rashi brings down two Pshatim. One is that in, the, in, they, in those days, when a uh, king had a baby, they would plant a tree. And when the baby uh, uh, ascended to the throne years later, you know, when he was 15 or 18, whatever it was, they would carve a chair, a throne, out of the tree. That was their custom. Another one could be that it also just means they plant the tree so when the king comes by, he'll have shade. Whatever it means, it's some sort of a royal tree, so you don't do those things if it's a sad time when there's no rain and people are suffering. Rishel Shalom, and people don't talk too much, you don't greet other people. They know they don't talk at that time because people are bizarre. Amir it's a sholin. Amir it's they do say good morning and they talk to one another. So machsinu some suffer off. See you reply to them. You don't mistreat them and ignore them and think that you're brogus. You simply you answer in a quiet tone with a covid rush and with a heavy head. In other words, you act like you're in in avelus. Behemus atven and they and they uh, uh, cover themselves up. The the rabbis, the the choshiva people of Yoshin, and they sit kavelim like people who are in mourning or kumedutin people who are in cherem. People like people who were rebuked by God. 
until until heaven will show mercy. An important person should not fall down on his face. Fall down on his face in Farshim say means already laying all the way on the ground. In other words, they, they prostrate themselves all the way on the ground uh, on the ground. And and um asking that because if they won't be answered, you know, the, they w- it won't look good. Unless like Shubanun who was answered, unless a person is, is knows has confidence that God's going to uh, bring the rain when he bows down on the ground when he prostrates himself, then it's uh, it's not a good idea. Get up. Why are you falling down? Why have you fall down on your face? Also, a person should not put on sackcloth and mourning. Even though he wasn't a tzaddik, obviously, but he was answered. When he heard the, the report, he tore his clothes. Uh, right for who over Alachomi passed by the wall by and they people saw him he had sackcloth on and then he was answered in other words even though that even then he was uh, he made himself modest and low and and and, uh, and begged God for mercy so unless you know you're going to get answered you shouldn't do these kind of things of hmm? yeah, maybe, maybe he, he knew he was going to get answered not every not everybody is fit uh, to uh, tear their clothes in, um, you know, rent their garments here in, in mourning. But look, not everybody should be falling down. Moshe of Aaron Benefila, they were at a higher level. They actually, they, they knew that they should prostrate themselves on the ground and then God will answer them. Yeshua Kalev Bikriya, Yeshua and Kalev only tore their garments. They didn't bow down. Moshe of Aaron Benefila, the Sevaipal Moshe of Aaron Alpaneam. Yeshua Kalev, Yeshua Kalev Bikriya, the Sevaipal says, the Yeshua Ben Nundi Kalev Ben Yefuna, Koru Bigdeim. Doesn't say that they bowed down or, or prostrated themselves, bent down. Rather, they just tore their clothes. Maybe you're reading the pasuk wrong. If would have said simply Yoshua and Kalev tore their garments, okay, you'd be right. It says and then it says right Yoshua and Yoshua and Kalev tore their garments. So maybe it means maybe he tore his garments and he bowed down. So maybe you're reading the Pasuk wrong. Okay, but in either case, we're certainly not on their level. There's nobody around who's on their level. So I'm Rabbi Lazar. Eventually, when the other nations will come to recognize Israel, uh, not everybody will be standing up and not everybody will be down down. The kings of the world, the kings around the world will rise up in respect for, for Bnei Israel. The Sarum and the officers, they will bow down. Malachim Makima, we know the Malachim will will stand up, will rise up in respect of Sibbis. Komar Hashem, Pasig in Komar Hashem. So says God, go Israel, the Redeemer of Israel, Kadosho, uh, His Holiness. This is real, He's the real Holiness, not like what they call the Goyim Goy. His Holiness, God's, God is the Holy One. Lebezei uh, Nefesh, the one who is uh, despised, meaning we're talking about Israel, who Israel Habazuyim. Who are despised, the Messiah Goy, who are also despised, meaning hated and considered uh, abominable. You know, they're like Teva by the Goyim. Laevid uh, Moshlem, the one who serves, who serves the other rulers, those of Israel, Mulachim Yerubiyakumu, to those people I'm telling you, the other kings will see and they will stand up. And I said Laevid Moshlem means those who serve, like they are servants to the other rulers. Rashi here says, Ba'abadim Moshlem a different interpretation, the Avadim served them. 
but uh, other Rishonim learned that it means that Sarfushah is the Ebed Moshlem, you know, the one who is despised and the one who is uh, hated, abhorred, and the one who is uh, a servant to other, uh, to other uh, rulers, these, the other kings will see them and will stand up in respect. The Sarim the officers will bow down. The Sarim Bashtachavu, the Sarim will bow down. Maskar of Zayr, Vitamer of Shmuel Banachmani, Iavik Siv, it should say Sarim Yishtachavu. You see, it says, Aragumar says, Visarim. The Shash takes out the Vav, it doesn't make sense. Iavik Siv, Visarim Yishtachavu, Kerakamrit. If it would say Sarim Yishtachavu, you're right. Then they only bow down, they didn't stand up. Hashtag Siv, Sarim Vayishtachavu. It says Sarim Vayishtachavu, and they will bow down. Hava Hava, like we said before, maybe they did both. Maybe they bowed down and they also rose, uh, rose up. When we said we are bowed down, we mean literally bowing oh, down. We don't mean just, just moving your head. We don't, what? They just move the bar. Sarim Vayishtachavu, yeah, but it, you see, but it, uh, it doesn't say what, what it says over there is it says Sarim Vayishtachavu. It doesn't say the Sarim. That's right. No, it says, if it, it, if says it would have said, the bar would have been in a different No, 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 no. But the Shah says, Iyavixiv Sarim Yishtachavu. It, it's without that vav at all. If it would say, Lamais, it says Sarim Vayishtachavu, right? That's what the Pasuk says. If it would say Sarim Yishtachavu, and the way our Gemara reads is, is uh, wouldn't help it because the Sarim Yishtachavu, he's trying to say, if it would say Sarim Yishtachavu, you'd be right. That if they only bowed down, they didn't rise up. He should, should take out the vav. That's what the Shash says. Hashanah says Sarim Vayishtachavu, Hava may means both, like you said before, V'yoshua bin Nun. Or if had it said this Sarim Yishtachavu, then certainly it could have said, it would have meant both, exactly. right? Right, it would have meant both. So that's why you have to take out that vav. Amr Lachmar Yitzchak, Afanani Amr. I say a similar thing, that we say not everybody this, this, not everybody this. That I have in a similar way. Lo akala, so love lo akala, or not everybody eventually will get from the uh, from the Yeshina, the Ora of, of Hashem, below Akol, the Simchanat, everybody will rejoice in it. Sadikim the Ora, that Sadikim will get its its light. The Yesharim, the ones who are upright. Rashi says, take a look at the last Rashi. Yesharim simply the Yesharim Adifim it Sadikim. Yesharim are at a greater level. A person who's upright is great. We had the other. We talked to him about Hasidim. Hasidim. A tzaddik is a person that does everything right. He follows all the rules. He's a tzaddik. He's perfect. You know, he doesn't. He's not. Doesn't commit a virus. But a Yashar, maybe he's like a Chassid who goes Lefnimishur, and he's totally upright. Interesting, you wouldn't say that on your own. You think a person is straight, he's straight. Really it's like there, a Tzaddik is greater. Not Yashar, what kind of Tzaddik <laughs> yeah, is that's right, that's right. You would think a Tzaddik is more than a Yashar. Yashar's a guy who's straight, you know, he's an honest guy. Here he says Yasharim is greater than Sadiqim, an interesting thing. So that's what the Gemara says, really. He's not just Rashi. You can be a Tzaddik and not Yasher? Yeah, yeah. How can you be a Tzaddik and Yasher? I think Babi means that it's more like a Chassid, meaning you're beyond, you're, you're so upright that you go above and beyond. That's, how, that's the only way it makes sense, right? Sadiqim get the Or, the Yasharim get the Simcha. The Tzaddikim Or, the Siv, Or Zarul at Tzaddik. Right, the, the light will be planted the new light for the tzaddik. Uli Yishrei Leiv Simcha. Uli Yishrei Leiv the Siv. Uli Yishrei Leiv Simcha. They are so upright; they're apparently in a higher level than a tzaddik. The only thing you could say, right? He says, "Hisham High High." He doesn't want to say they're both in Baruch Simcha. That's what, in terms of the Bav. Tosas plays around with that. But the interesting thing is that you say Yishar is greater than a tzaddik. Something like like a chassid is greater than a tzaddik. Must but be you're talking about the Mishnah Sedim. Yashar, as they use the term in Amoritz, 
and you, you can't be a tzaddik because you don't know halacha, you don't know, but you're totally yosher, that's a greater madriga than being a tzaddik. Yeah, well, I think if you're a tzaddik and you're that, you know, so you, right, if you're, but, but if it's like you, you, you have a good point. If, if a person's a tzaddik, how could he not be a yosher? You say yosher is a person who's ignorant, so then why should he be on a greater level than a tzaddik? If a person, a tzaddik is also a yosher. You have to say, I think that yosharim is like chasid, meaning they go above and beyond. Yeah, They're more than just being a tzaddik. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Then it says Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's somebody religiously but he's still not that yasher. <laughs> <That's, laughs> you see, the, the, Michael's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yismachu Zu Bachasidim Barina Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you, that you could you wow, could so answer that. Fun. You can answer that away by saying that they use different lashonos, like in a nice way. Right. You know, they just use that. That's it's a poetic way of speaking. But the truth is that by Hasidim we found, like we showed you before, Hasidim are the lefnimishur sadim. So clearly, Hasidim could be on a greater level than a tzaddik. So maybe a yasher is also on a greater level than a tzaddik. Yeah, three levels here. Yeah. All right. Hanach Mei Tomorrow's stop is on, will be on the podcast Shabbos, and on Sunday, Mitzvah will start the fourth line on Daf Zion. The fourth line. Most of tomorrow's daf is a mission. It's only a little bit of Gemara afterwards. And we'll start with the fourth line and daf test sign on Sunday. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Call to Good Shabbos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are there two more years of Bachelor? Yeah. 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 Yeah.